0: It's time to pull up a chair and open your Bible for today's Bible study segment of Naomi's Table. We are here at the table with our Bibles open, and Sunny Shell is our teacher today. Hello, Sunny. Hey,
1: Amy. How are you?
0: Doing great. I'm ready to talk about the very first thing that we need to talk about here at Naomi's Table, and that is biblical submission, what it is and what it isn't. And uh, that's a title you came up with. And, and I tell you what, when I define things, Sunny, I love defining what things are not, because I believe that um, th- there needs to be borders on both. You need to tell people what yeah. you believe, and then you need to also have that boundary line, or or people will be confused. What are your thoughts?
1: Absolutely. As a matter of fact, I was listening to a sermon this morning by John MacArthur about parenting. Um, he has a radio ministry for Grace to You, and he since Father's Day is coming up. Yeah. And he was going on the Ephesians uh, verse that says, you know, uh, fathers, don't exasperate your children, but raise them up and don't provoke them to anger, I'm sorry, but raise them up in the admonition of the Lord. And so he tells you first what not to do. He tells you this is how you get a brat. This is how you get a delinquent. And then he tells you what's the right thing. So, yes, Very important. we're basically doing the same thing. Yeah, and it's from Scripture, because Scripture says, it says, do not provoke your children to anger. And then it tells it tells you what not to do, and it tells you what you're supposed to do instead. So, no with the Lord.
0: Exactly. So, what is biblical submission? Uh, first, let's talk about what it doesn't mean.
1: Okay, it doesn't mean what, unfortunately, a lot of people mean. The reason why I actually I want to explain, use the word biblical submission is because there's two mistakes made with the word submission and biblical. One, uh, even Christians and the world assume submission means the same to everybody, okay? Um, two, I found that a lot of Christian women assume, because they're a Christian, if they submit, it makes it biblical. And one thing I've tried to clarify is, You being a Christian doesn't make something biblical. It being in the Bible, God saying it, is what makes it biblical. Who we are doesn't make things right. Who God is is what makes things right. So I want to get that cleared up about those two words, biblical submission. Now I'm going to tell you what it's not. It does not mean a wife has been made to be her husband's doormat. That's a very common perception um, that if you're a, a submissive wife that you just sit there and smile and nod and, agree with everything your husband says, and let him wipe his feet on you. Um, It also does not mean a wife should blindly do whatever her husband tells her. I think we've all seen things like that, where women think their husband hung the moon. And he can say and do all kinds of things. He can be absurd, he can be... I've seen husbands in front of their wives comment on another female, and she's just to sit there and smile, Mm, rather than act insulted, as she should, yes. (laughs) Um, So that is not biblical submission. Biblical submission also isn't that a wife is less valued by God. She mm-hmm. isn't. No. God loves men and women equally.
0: He mm-hmm. values
1: them equally. He made them differently, and he loves them differently, but he loves them equally.
0: And in our society, we just don't hear that. We hear, well, equal must be, uh, you know, everything the same.
1: Exactly. And it's not. It's something that we've always told our kids. We told them, we know that God made you individuals. He says everyone's uniquely made. And we told them from the very beginning when they were little. So just in case you ever think there's favoritism, we're going to tell you something. We're going to treat you differently because you're made differently by God. But we'll love you at the equal amount. We won't love one more than the other, but we will love you differently because you're made differently. Now, if we loved you the same, that would mean we don't love you equally.
0: Let's talk about what biblical submission does mean, according to God's Word.
1: Yes, according to God's Word, this is what biblical submission does mean. It means a wife will willingly submit and lower herself to her husband. It also means a wife will consider her husband and his needs more important than hers. You can find that in Philippians 2.3. It also means a wife will lovingly and cheerfully do good to her husband not harm all the days of his life. That's found in Proverbs thirty-one, twelve. It also means a wife willingly and lovingly supports her husband in his endeavors for no other reason than to honor God and bless her husband. She's not looking for any self-gain or praise or paybacks mm-hmm. for all the good that she has done her husband. That's found in Luke seventeen. Um, it the last thing that it does mean is a wife is blessed by God with wisdom strength and kindness and that's in Proverbs
0: thirty-one twenty-six. 26. Hmm. You know I, I'm imagining that, that uh, men are listening to this right now this radio program and uh, mm-hmm. so it's it, it's it's women at the table but men are listening in. that's all right and I can imagine how honored that they as they're hearing you read from scripture and, and what it does mean um, how honored that would make them feel.
1: It would be, but I do want to uh, mention. I'm glad you said that. Yes, men are listening. Men have read my Bible study actually and commented. And let me uh, give you a common question I've gotten from men: mm-hmm. How do they get their wives to do this?
0: Yes, how? How indeed? And you
1: know, <laughs> and and you know what I tell them? You don't. God does. If a man ever tries to force a woman to submit, I guarantee you'll get a more angry wife. Instead, as Scripture says, you know, submission, if you notice, there's no Scripture that ever tells a man to make his wife submit. Right. It tells her to honor her as a weaker vessel, and to lead her, and to love her, and, and sacrificially love her as Christ loved the Church. But it never says submit. The command to submit is actually to the wife. Why is that? Because that, uh, for the wife, in her relationship to the Lord first, as it should be, is an offering and sacrifice to God And because of that, a willing gift that she gives to her husband, just like you can't force someone to give you a gift because it's really no longer a gift if you force it to them. You, a man cannot and should not make a wife submit. Mm-hmm. It will not be biblical if he does that.
0: Well, Sonny, let's talk about um, this Proverbs 31 woman. We've all read it, whether or not uh, a lot of us have understood it always. Uh, it seems to me that uh, uh, as as new Christians read Proverbs 31, they're looking at this this model of the perfect woman that they could just never be. <laughs> what are your thoughts on yes. that? <laughs>
1: Well, when I first read about her, um, i got to tell you, she got on my nerves. <laughs> you know, she Me gets too. on my nerves. Yeah, she's an impossible woman, and, and I, I wanted to make her to be something that I didn't have to obey. Of course, we know in Second Timothy 3.16 it says all of... The Word of God, all of Scripture is God-breathed, and Mm -hmm. profitable for what? Teaching, (laughs) rebuking, reproving, and building up the man or woman of God for maturity. So, (laughs) you know, unto righteousness. So I had to um, stop trying to make the Proverbs 31 woman be someone that I wanted her to be, which were different things. One, I decided something that I've heard lots of women say, this isn't one woman, she's a collective idea of all kinds of women. Mm
0: -hmm.
1: Because one woman cannot be like this. True. In our own, none of us can be this way. Another thing that I heard from somebody was, this is a mere suggestion from God. Ah, okay. Which is very odd, because nowhere here does it say a suggestion. As a matter of fact, it does say that this was something that was taught to a king by his mother, that this is the kind of woman he wants to seek. This is what she will actually do. It wasn't something that she was suggesting that this woman might do. He says, the kind of woman you want to find would do these things. This is her inner being and outer being. So not being able to ignore all of that, I had to look at her and decide, okay, I need to do something else with her than pretend like she doesn't exist, pretend like she's an accumulation of women, and, or pretend that she's a mere suggestion of a woman, but not real. And as I started studying this, I realized, you know what? God says in Scripture that he who began a good work in you, he is faithful, he will complete it. He also says in 1 John 5 in Scripture that it's a delight for us to obey his commandments. You know why? Because he's empowered us to do that. In Romans, I love Romans, you know, uh, he tells us the freedom that we have, the law of liberty. A lot of times you don't think of the word law and liberty in the one sentence, (laughs) but God puts it together. The law of liberty sets us free. Why? Because as it says in Hebrews, without faith we cannot please God. Because God has saved us, regenerated us in Christ, washed us with His blood, we are now free and able to do all that He's commanded us. And that's what He tells us in 1 John 5, that those who are saved can freely and joyfully obey everything he's told us and God wants us to do that because to him obedience is love and then, and then he goes on to say and you know what to obey his commandments it is not burdensome it's joyful
0: it is so and when you and i was going to say the proverbs 31 woman here is joyful she's willing she's a willing worker she does all oh, work but she is I, this is this is who she is
1: she's serious and she laughs and she's fun and she's wise She lives in such a way that the men at the gate look at her husband and go, Wow, you must be a pretty godly man if you're married to her.
0: Yeah. And her family adores her. They just adore her.
1: Absolutely. Her children rise up and call her blessed. And then I love it. says, And her husband also praises her. And his praise to her is, Many women have done excellently, but you... You suppress them
0: all. Mm -hmm. You know, uh, and and we're getting to the end of this segment here. Uh, I want to let our our ladies know that this uh, biblical submission, what it is and is not, is on our website. So what you want to do is you want to go and read this and look up the Bible verses that Sunny has for you here. Sunny, you start this Bible uh, journey uh, in the Garden of Eden, don't you?
1: Yes. I do. We 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 start back at the Garden of Eden because we need to start at the beginning to see how we were made originally, and um, back to again what we're supposed to be doing versus what we're, you know, what we're not doing, kind of thing. So uh, we will start that in Proverbs thirty one ten. Um, the lesson's called More Precious than Jewels, and we'll talk about that when we get there.
0: All right, and and you're going to find out why biblical submission as a woman is so important, and we're going to give you the Bible verses. We're not just going to leave you hanging there. We're going to give you the Bible verses so that you can go and equip yourself and understand that uh, we are to be biblically submissive as women, and we are to understand our role. So, Sunny, thanks for joining us at the table today, and uh, we look forward to your Bible studies.
1: Thanks for having me, Amy.
0: We will be right back.